You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Stand up for this one. I still got a lot of energy in me. I'm going to be sitting down. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Fuck. You know, we've been out for a month, for an entire month. I haven't done, I've done zero interviews. That's a long time for you. I've been fucking busy doing a lot of other shit. For the show, prepping the show, getting the show to the next level, it has uh, kind of impeded my, my, uh, my ability to sit down, take my time, and do what I usually do, and I didn't want to sacrifice it. So we've been playing some best of, we've been playing some of my favorite music, we've been doing that kind of thing. But we're back in October, and we're starting strong. Before I introduce my guest, welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714, and with me is no one today. They usually have a bunch of people, fluent running around, nays out, getting some beer, I'm sure, doing whatever it is that she does. We're back here at beautiful King's Corner, 1020 North Batavia Street in Orange, California. Um, it's our location. It's been our home now for about a year, for more than a year. I think we're going on two already. Crazy, 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 crazy. A lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to bring up. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, follow us, like us, uh, support the show simply by sharing the show. Tell your cousins, tell your neighbors, tell your grandmother, sisters, cousins, half brother to listen to the show, download the show, support the show. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Where else are we at? Um, Stitcher. Uh, we're working on Pandora once they get the shit together for a podcast. And coming up next month, you can find us on iHeartRadio. We will have our own iHeart station. That means you'll be able to go to iHeart.com, iHeart.net, or your iHeart app, type in Wake the Flock Up, and we will be running 24-7. That's fancy. That is pretty dope, right? So we have all our bases cover, covered uh, because we work hard at it, and uh, I think we're providing something new to hip-hop, something that I guarantee you cannot find anywhere else. So wait to flock up. The number one hip-hop podcast in the planet, on the planet, on the planet. Not in it, right? No, that would be both. That would be weird. Could be, though. <laughs> yes. if, we, if we did it underground, then it would be in the planet, but we're on the planet. Uh, it cannot be verified, but it can't be denied either that we're the number one. So, you know what I'm saying? I'll go with that. Uh, it's been an amazing month. We've taken a vacation as long as, as far as the listeners know, but we're back this month. We got uh, Keith Murray coming up. He's in town. We're going to get Keith Murray. Slum the Resident just dropped a new project. We got him going up, and we got a surprise guest that uh, I'm going to leave till the end. I'm going to tease it a little bit, and it's not Keith Murray, but there you go. I'm, I'm letting you know Keith Murray, but I'm not letting you know who this is. That's how, that's how dope of a name it is. That's how, that's how good of a name it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? Also, another thing I want you guys to listen and hear out for is we were having guest co-hosts. I'm kind of trying out female co-hosts. I think the show can, can use a female energy to it. Coming up, we have Rain Bazoo. I don't know if you're familiar with Rain Bazoo. Yeah, she's from what, Long Beach? Yeah, she okay. will be co-hosting. 
And uh, tonight we also have Mary Alex, who will be co-hosting. And uh, we're working down the line. And you guys let us know who you think is the best, who is the better co-host, who's the better fit for the show. Mary Alex or whoever else you hear, let us know on Twitter, on Instagram, or on Facebook. Hit us up. Send me an email directly. Let me know, hey, you know what? This is dope. She did better. She did this. And it will be completely up to you guys, the listeners, on who the next co-host of Wake the Flock Up is. Fancy. Without further ado, I would like to welcome... Gutter Riders to the show. Yeah. Crowd goes wild. Yeah. There's panties on stage. Oh shit! There's always panties on stage. Oh man! When Gutter Riders is on stage, there's always panties on stage. We, we don't touch them though, because you never know where they've been. That's foul, dude. You you seen that? Did you see that video where uh, Justin Bieber's on stage and someone throws a pair of panties at him? He dodges them like they're fucking, he's like, ah, like he's never seen a pair in his life. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Nays here, everyone. Yeah. He, he, yes. with, like, with the elixir of the gods. Bam. Right here. Only drink the best. Right. I mean, I, I, I spare. As you should. I, and, uh, and Thoughts only drinks Guinness. Tell them why you only drink Guinness, Thoughts. Because it's delicious and they pay me for it. <laughs> because he doesn't like sharing. And he knows that no it's, one. It's is, true. That no one else likes Guinness. It's, it's so. the same reason I drink vodka and Coke. Because nobody wants to drink that shit. Or smoke menthols, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. menthols, yeah. Unless you're black. Whoa. What? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no? No, that's dangerous grounds because we're all white, so it's kind of awkward to bring that up. I can bring, I'm the closest you can get you, to dark. You are. You're the to black, person so, in the group. So I can, I can bring that. But we were all thinking it. We were all thinking it. Okay, so you got all know Thoughts has been on the show before. Thoughts of Reasons yes. is here. Uh, but let us know what, what, kind of, what, is, what, what do we got going on? Who, are, who is Gutter Writers? Uh, so let's start with that. All right. Well, I'll let everyone else explain it. So, yes, I'm Thoughts Arisen. It's from Technicality. And we, we formed this group with some other MCs. And I yep. will let them explain who they are and what the fuck's going on. Yeah. My name is uh, Mr. Crowley of the Rhythm Riders. <clears throat> I'm AWAX of the Rhythm Riders. And uh, the Gutter Riders was uh, initially conceived as gutter water music. Yes. Plus rhythm writers, plus any other friends that that could uh, work with the energy and the stuff that we we're gonna try and do with it. Indeed, my name is Castor Pollux from Gutterwater Music, aka Robert and City. Uh, all of us have rocked together. We've all rocked shows probably in the last like fifteen years. You know, so a decade and a half, we've all known each other. Uh, me and these guys used to rock shows all the time. Me and these guys. These guys have rock shows. We actually found a flyer from like five or six years ago where all three of us are on the flyer but as a separate entity. You know what I mean? So we've all just crossed paths. Good folks, everybody. Dope MCs, dope musicians. Uh, so we decided to put one more plate on our balancing act of bullshit to see if we don't crash see it all to the floor. See if we can make it shit yeah, and make it work. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is now a good time to do that? Though? Why? Why 2015? What? What? What was? What's happening that now would be the the best time to make that? Fuck, man! I think we were all just ready to make a jump towards something different, you know. And we've been doing stuff so long as different entities. Like, you know, we do shows, and it'd be like, yo, you know, cast roll the show, you know, bring your peoples or whatever, you know. But instead, we got to the point where it's like, fuck, you know, we should all just be rocking together and bringing all of our peoples together and right. just making a collective effort of it, you know, and just really try to, you know, touch base on each of our talents and, you know, 
basically have fun with it too at the same time, dude, and do what we love to do. Did, Music. Absolutely. Did, was there ever uh, any reasons not to do it? Uh, Thoughts is a busy dude. You've been around forever. You've been doing your thing too. Mm. Um, with everything that's going on right now in the scene, right, with the way the scene is now, did, did you think, okay, maybe we should wait or did you, was it an agreement upon all you guys to say, let's just pull the trigger on this? Um, you know, I guess I think everybody kind of has a different viewpoint on that. Um, but I think there's always reasons to not do something. I think being a creative person and being somebody who independently just goes into anything of your creative ability, whether you're a painter or an MC or something like that, like there's always going to be those reasons not to. And there's probably going to be people who like care about you, who tell you not to. Um, I think we all just did it because uh, we were all actually like getting on songs together at the time. Like, um, I remember you were having Max get on a couple joints. I was getting on some joints with them. <coughs> we got on a couple joints. They're on the they're on my cassette tape that I just dropped. So like, Max is on it as well. So we've all been doing a bunch of music together, and we all were doing shows. And so we were all like, well, we want to start rocking this these joints together. And then we all like know we have the you know. Uh, the talent to do shows we've all seen each other rock as well you know i don't think that highlights your question of why not to do it um i don't think we've ever really like thought of that right you know yeah. uh, i think it just the art and the creation and the uh evolution of it just kind of naturally progressed into what it is that, that's my my viewpoint on it going back to what you were saying that even the people that love you right go like well, don't do it or don't do this don't do that uh i agree with that that happens a lot because they're right Dude, like they're right, but you know you cannot not do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like your family would be like, you're spending too much time out, uh, uh, in the studio. You're spending too much oh, time yeah. away from your kids, from your wife. You're absolutely right. You're 100% right. I am. But you know what? I don't have a choice. And that's that's the reality of it. And I told that's that's funny you say that. Um, we all have relationships. We're all we're all married. Uh, most of us have kids. Um, I think. Our partners also know that if you want to have who we are as people, that that creative process has to be involved. Yeah. Because I think if none of us create, I think the person that we would become is actually not a great person at all. Right. And it would be <laughs> in contrast to who that person loves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's exactly what I told my wife is you wouldn't love me if I stopped doing what I do. Yeah, because who you met was that person. Exactly. Right? Do you guys agree? Do you want to you touch base on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. You have to have someone that nurtures that side of you. Um, and supports it that way you can sacrifice or you can work that into your schedule as a natural occurring thing not even so you have to sacrifice anymore but so it's a natural part of your week like okay you know these days or whatever we're going to go build with the boys or we're going to go in the studio or we're going to knock something out or it's always like a forward progression um, and with these guys it, it, it just moves even quicker than when you're working by yourself or when you're working with just two you know um my group originally was four people, and now it's only me and Chris. And and other people can jump in whenever they want, but the main core of it now is me, me and Mr. Crowley. So, um, you know, I know how it is when you have four people, and how it is to build, and how quickly things move forward, and how much different energy and different perspectives get put into things. So you you get different sides and different angles, and it's just it's dope, you know. Um, and that's what made it fall in place so quickly was everybody already knows how to play the position in several positions. So it's like, you know, 
If everyone comes with experience, so yeah. you don't have to start from scratch on the knowledge of uh, what it's like. And you've all worked with other people. Yes. You don't have to start with the scratch of with because there is really an etiquette to working with other people, other MCs, right? Yeah. If you're in the booth by yourself and you write and you're a solitary artist, it's a whole different story than when someone invites you, or, hey, let's work on this track, but I want to write it with you in the studio. Yeah. That might not be what you're used to, you know? But having four people that are used to doing that, right? Share the mic, share the stage, then share the knowledge. It's not that jealousism of, oh, I didn't get enough time, or you got more time than I got, that, yeah. uh, that type of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, you just build, and, and usually things fall in place quickly because it's it's just, you know, it's um, things just happen with when, you know, when you start building on, on things with multiple people, you know? Yeah. It's just like, and you get instant verification. Someone can say, oh, yeah, that's dope, or... Or, you know, yeah, yeah, let's change this or let's switch this and then I'm going to say this or, you know, and it's and you get to actually build and work and create, you know, a piece of art, you know. Right. The, the, the experiences that are, so how's it, are we on tour? Are we still in the in the studio? How far is Gutter Riders down? Uh, I mean, right now we're we're building upon things to, to release, you know, an, an album um, as well as we try, or we're trying right now to just do like two shows a month. Um, we will hit the road probably sometime in the future. I mean, we just, in the last show, we just connected with, uh, these, these cats from Seattle, black magic noise, and they want to bring us out there. So, I mean, there's always opportunities, um, to do so, but I don't think that there's any, I don't think we're following any formula. And I don't think that we necessarily, to go back to your early question, I don't think personally, I don't really care what the scene thinks about me i'm not saying i dislike the scene i just think that i'm at a point and i think most of us are at a point where we just want to create art and we want to do what we want and instead of falling into the trap of being this or that where then you're constantly comparing yourself to other people like i know i'm never going to be as good a battle rapper as so and so but i also know that if I work to my potential, I will be the best thoughts arisen that's out there. And I think we all kind of have come to the conclusion that the only person you should really be competing against is yourself. And I don't think comparisons that the scene is so quick to pile on you is a healthy thing for an individual. So with that in mind, we aren't really following the same standard that most people would do. And we're killing it you know in my opinion like we've been uh nominated for best hip-hop group in orange county we've yep. only been around as a group for maybe a year so to me it's a it's i think we're going in the right path i know some people might think we all have variations of that i don't want to speak for anyone but that's i think our collective mind state's about on that level that makes sense to me uh and that's true uh you guys have grown um, developed to a point where oc weekly was like hey these guys deserve this title. They deserve this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and you're up there with some really good groups, some really good artists and mm -hmm. stuff like that that have earned that title before. So it's it's a, something that I didn't see as a weird thing. It was more like, oh, that's what's up. Like, to me as an OC head, I was like, yep, that, that, that's about right. That's Hell about yeah. right. You know Hell what yeah. I mean? Um, but there is something for, for this. Uh, like, if you're speaking about the scene that we're in, right? Uh, there is a difference between being an artist in the scene and an artist from or of the scene. Okay. You know, there's some people that very much, um, and what I mean is like, 
you view when you ended up when you end up depending too much on what the scene has to say about you is when you really start not delivering you you start delivering for them like oh no i can't do that with this person but you really want to write a song with this cat but you oh he know he's in some shit right now i don't really want anyone fucking with me right now right you know what i'm saying that kind of stuff and it's important to especially as a group a year's not that long a year's not that mm-hmm. long, right? And a lot of things happen in that year, but there's still very much road to cover for you guys. Yep. And if you guys start carrying now, it's really going to fuck the whole trajectory of you guys, to the trajectory of you guys where you're going. Yeah, if yeah. you start depending on, oh, oh, the thoughts and ideas of somebody else above, on, a, on a group that has nothing to do with them. Yeah, and I think, you know, like Adam has, has like reinstated or reiterated this a lot that we all have different styles of music like Mm -hmm. we're all influenced by different artists and so we can do songs that aren't just quote-unquote golden era or you know emo hip-hop or or you know whatever it happens to be we can write anything because we all come from different backgrounds as an mc Mm -hmm. and i think too that means like to the point of like caring what people think you know i don't think any of us have really ever been at that point where it's been about you know anyone else or whatever we've just done music mm-hmm. and I, that's where i've been i've never really you know i don't go out of my way when we go to rock like i stand in the crowd i fucking clap for everybody dude i give props you know where props is due and you know people deserve a fair chance and shit like that not to just be hated on or judged or whatever right off the point you know what i mean so right. i think that's where we've come from is really not even caring from the get and just doing music dude mm-hmm. like not giving a fuck what people really have to say or even putting that negative energy out there that you know we're here to be for whatever the case may be you know we're just like i said dude we're just trying to do some music the, not having not experiencing myself because i'm not white right i could see <laughs> well obviously right? there's a what i want to know see well we got to go straight into it because i think it's an important thing to really bring up because it's it's the one thing that everyone is thinking and they're not really talking about is how much race affects an artist in an industry that's dominantly, you know, ran or has more black artists than any other culture, right? But ultimately, if you look around, dude, that blacks are not really the major independent artists. They're like white people, white MCs, pretty much dominate independent hip hop. And it's like you got to really pay attention to why that is. What is going on? Is that ever crossing your mind? Is that ever a factor for you guys? Even as independent artists, has it been I'm in happy your careers? That everybody looks at me because I've been waiting for this question. Because my thing with all of this and my answer, maybe this will clarify for a lot of people because they just don't understand. They just don't see it. How does race affect the trumpet? Hmm. How does race affect the guitar right. or drum or even a turntable? Right. It doesn't. Hip hop is an instrument. It's 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 a music now. It's not. It's past the point of creation. We acknowledge the creators. We give respect for the creators. I could go through that all day with anybody about the creation and and how it went down, the years, the elements, everything. I have a, a sure four four seven tattooed on my arm. I know hip hop. So my answer to that is, you know, it, it's a vehicle. Um, any race of person can drive a, a you know an old car, a new car, motorcycle, whatever it is. It, it's just a path from point A to point B. If your point A is expression and trying to get something out, then you can use a rock vehicle, you can use a reggae vehicle, you can use a hip hop vehicle. 
there's no color lines with music. Music, it, there's no color. Right. You know, um, what color is music? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the notes, you can break it down so many different ways. So, you know, to me at this point, like, if you don't recognize that it is an instrument, then you have a lot, a long way to go as far as what point you are and how you look at it because it's a, you know, you put the voice into it, but that's what it is. It, it's, it's a, it's a current. It's like yeah. electricity. It's already flowing. It's already moving. You're adding to that current and, you know, it's already forward motion. The reason I bring that up, the reason I like to bring that up when, mm-hmm. when it's with artists, any artist, I, I ask a black artist the same thing. What's it like being black in the industry? Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. The reason I bring it up is because I want people to have that mentality about it, to really be honest and true with themselves. Because the minute they pull the race card out of whatever it may be, it's to defend something usually. And the way it is, is like, oh, yeah, but if they weren't that, they wouldn't oh, be yeah, that. Oh, yeah, of course. Some people say money, like, oh, you can't come from money. and exp- But wait a minute, you can come from money and pick up a trumpet and yep. be an ill trumpet player. You could, you could tear it down on the trumpet. You could tear it down on the violin. And so it's just funny to me that, you know, it's like it, it's an issue. And I came from a time, I mean, I used to rock and freestyle at Foundation in Pomona, downtown Pomona and stuff. And there, it was a time when you couldn't just grab the mic. They had a circle and tape on the floor and they passed the mic around. And if you weren't dope, they took it and gave it to someone else. So it's like that type of culture doesn't exist. And it didn't matter. Nothing mattered. It just mattered if you were dope. Yeah. But it was it was the first time that, that it was really like, you know, um, somebody could check you on your skill or yeah. some, it was, had nothing to do. It's, it's just like the basketball court or something like that has nothing to do with really how you look, what kind of shoes you got, what kind of surfboard you got, what kind of skateboard you got. It's what you can do with that thing that makes you who, who you are, you know? And, and I've seen a lot of people kill it with raggedy stuff. So, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter. And the truth is, is that it doesn't, but people want to pretend that it still does. Yeah. Because get stuck. Yeah. They get stuck in it and it's a way for them to defend why they're not doing it like you're doing. And people will even probably say, and you could pick apart what I just said and everything. I mean, there's, there's different ways to look at it, but I, like I said, I'm, I'm 32 years old. I come from, from that time. I, I know the history of a lot of it. And, you know, it's it's we're past the point of creation is all I can really go about it, because even the universal Zulu nation wasn't always universal. Even a lot of these things yeah. weren't always for everyone. But then they made it a point to to build and spread it and get it well known. Most people don't know that the whalers didn't want Bob Marley to, to, to tour the world mm. because they didn't want him to perform to white people. Mm. Now, he said, no, they broke up. And then it was Bob Marley and the whalers and Peter Tosh and the other guy stayed in Jamaica that's the type of mentalities that you have. You have people that don't want to leave and don't want to, to spread the word. And you have people that say, no, you know what? The word belongs to everybody. At least offer it so they can take it or they can leave it. But it, it really comes down to, be to open the, to everything. The only, the only really way to describe that is ignorance, right? It's like, it's complete ignorance and complete, um, it's a real pessimistic way to look at things like it belongs to this or it's that. It's like really, it's a music is an art form, regardless, just like painting, just like sculpting yeah, that. So yeah. how can that be owned by anyone? Yeah, and how can that be? Um, how can that stand still? I guess is basically exactly. The way and the progression it. is to where we are you know? now. You know, and, and luckily uh, there's enough people, enough uh, people that recognize the truth about hip hop. That it's 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 developed into its own art form, its own genre, the biggest genre on the planet. No other genre has evolved the world the way that hip hop has. Has touched every single aspect, every single race on the planet. Country music hasn't done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a limit to where hip hop hasn't reached it yet. You know, it's completely took, taken over the world in what 
30 years yeah you know what i mean it's it's this phenomenon that the youth can use to express itself oh, yeah. it, i find that it's uh with race and everything uh within music and hip-hop it's it's crazy because it's like what was your question again what is it like being white or yeah what like, has that affected you is that something you guys think about when you're on stage when you're dropping your rhymes the fact you know that- i don't think that okay um do you think that i'm mexican when you're doing something do, do i think i'm mexican yeah. uh <laughs> i don't think that i think other people think that you know there probably are other people right. who think that right uh i've I've been at shows and I've seen people like maybe uh, gawking or like not. I've never been booed. I've never nothing like that. But you see people and you see people's faces and reactions and things like that. And especially within music, man, you can have half a room like you and half a room hate you. You can have like two cats say you're dope and a couple people not react to you. You can have people not react to you at all and walk up to you outside and be like, man, that was so dope. We performed here and it was like one of the... uh, like it was like a like a it was like a 420 event, and it was like a comatose place in here, and nobody reacted, and everybody came up afterwards like that was so dope. So everyone was super high. But yeah, no, exactly. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is they were just so, like oh, so blade, it, it took bro. them a while to register what no, they just said. That, 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 that was just my contrast. <laughs> that was just my contrast of like what what it could be. So you could think anything. Um, the race the race thing is funny because <clears throat> the Beastie Boys went on tour with Run DMC. Yeah. Um this white thing in hip hop is has been around. Um by by a lot of people who I feel who have respected it. There's a lot of people who don't respect it. Um there's a lot of people of every color and race who don't respect the the culture of what it is or stand up for what it really is about. Um and I'm talking about like the Zulu Nation, you know, Africa Bambada. Um but the race thing is, it's just, it's sad that we all still talk about that because like my, my friend who's a musician told me a story about when he was in Germany and he's from out here and he was over in Germany and the guy and he's like, oh, he goes, oh, like you're Mexican or something like that. And the guy tells him, nah, he's German because he had that like American thought process. I don't, maybe it's not American, but it is that Americanized like race categorization where in another country, he didn't say he was Mexican. He was German because mm. he was born in Germany. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And now I think that's the bigger question is like, how are we all raised? And I think it comes into like that as well, because some people are just raised racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandma was an old Italian woman and she made racist comments all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure everybody has a uh, family who was raised where that side of the neighborhood's that, that side of the neighborhood's that. I mean, but that, that I'm, now we are talking about it, but it's like, it, it is evolved. It's music. Like you got, uh, you know, um, the, what I say, the Run DMC man with Public Enemy, dude. Uh, young, what, young black teenagers, mm-hmm. all white group. They were on tour with Public Enemy, you know, and they got booed and like bottles thrown at them, and they got into it, you know. But they were stepping out there. I don't know. I just find that it's like it's 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 also a beautiful thing because we're also talking about a music of like kind of like a rebellion and things like that. So for it to be there, then all everyone has to be there. I've had people say like oh Anticon's whack and this and I go for for there to be this kind of music, you have to have that contrast. For there to hot to be there has to be cold. So like that Anticon that element, those things are going to come up as it blooms. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like even there's further more flowers to, and weeds. Even and, to break it down further, the only element that people are worried about racing is MCing. Like it's like you don't hear people saying that about DJing or mm. graffiti or 
or or b-boying you know what i mean you know and you know there's so many people that fuck up every one of those elements that it doesn't matter anymore like they're they're already moved past they've already left hip-hop almost because hip-hop doesn't even acknowledge the elements as much anymore right you know what i mean you have a lot of people that rebel from that music that still do their thing but they're in their own little division of it now because it's not the same anymore you don't have people with b-boys on stage you don't have people doing having the graffiti writers do their covers you don't have you know you don't have people working together like like it used to be for all the people that say, you know, so and so is this color rapping. It's like, well, what color is the DJ? <laughs> you know, what, what what does it matter? But it, it's just funny that people get stuck on one element. It's like they don't even talk about any other element of hip hop anymore at, at all whatsoever. Really. I went to Art of Warden, Texas. It's a B-Boy event, right? But I didn't even know if it was that because it was MCs that performed. Ghostface was the headliner, right? But I'm and, and I'm that and then it's Mighty Zulu Kings, right? So I went there, uh, and what happened was, I what I noticed and I told Ellie and S was like not one cipher broke out. Bunch of b boys everywhere though. Everyone was breakdancing. You just saw circles and everyone was breakdancing and popping. Graffiti on this side. It's almost like to the other elements, it's the reverse. Like the MCs are kind of like, eh. You're like, that's too easy of an element to get into. That's, that's just a, a simple way to get into hip-hop. When a, when a b-boy, dude, you, you got to be dope because it's, it's obvious and there's no sense of discussion of whether, oh, it's my opinion that he's good. No. It's like, no, that fool sucks. No. Like, that's an yeah. obvious sight. It's like, no, he can't right? do any moves. Yeah, he can't do a head spin. No. <laughs> but here, because it, no. you can, anyone exactly. can put words together. There's still a bar. Oh, someone's dope. Someone thinks standard. he's good. Someone thinks he's good. That, you know, the graph is, oh, the, no, dude, that sucks. It's garbage yes. you it's clearly seeing the dj it's obviously yes. there yes. dmc because everyone has their own opinion on what's good and what's not yes. gets the pass of even if you're whack yeah no no, no don't say that don't say, hey that's your opinion man he's not dude he's obviously it's like his no. syllables are off and, his time is not there it's, it's just like because there's so much to compare there's no comparison of either good or not anymore right it's it's well no but that's this kind of music now and that and that's what it started to be but you know you could still see the skill level in it even the 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 hip-hop that's more poetic or the you know the rappers that are more poetic with their flow or whatever you know you still see the skill in that music it's not like it's just spoken word or it's this you know or that mm -hmm. but you know obviously there's still a skill level that has to be attained and you can see a skill level you can hear a skill level when you listen to an artist you right. know like you can hear how much work they put in and and just the same with a graffiti writer or a DJ or you know how they present themselves, how they conduct themselves. You you can tell that they've been around the you know right. the the scene, the decks, the equipment. That you know they're yeah. they're not they're not you know um, new to it. You know, and it's it looks like familiar territory. So it's just funny to me that everybody focuses on the rapper, and that was the whole problem in the beginning. Was it was too much of the rapper? It was like you know now it's rap. Now it's rap. It's yeah. not hip hop anymore because it's just focusing on the rapper. It's yeah. rap, you know. Yeah, and like you were saying, uh, to bring it back, and, and we'll, end it, we'll end it on that, is uh, all the elements, all the elements have been touched. Everything has been by the, the, the tables. DJ Revolution is one of the illest DJs. He's white. He's from like Maine or some shit. You know what I'm saying? MCs, countless. Sage, Francis, Ari, the Rugged Man. Like they're proven to be a, a staple. You, you pay your dues, and if yeah. you're dope, you're dope, dude. Yeah. And what's anyone going to say to you? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, either fucking way, you build a fan base, mm -hmm. you sell your own shit, you create a fucking income off doing what you love, and basically not giving a fuck. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because 
you know, like like Cass was saying, like any there's there's always there's always gonna be a fucking hater, dude. There's all <laughs> I, I mean, there's all there's all it comes with the just, territory. Yeah. No matter what, dude, they may they they probably didn't even listen to the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, before they just want to talk shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, computer game. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know, dude. Like. <laughs> I won't talk to you. I won't talk to you. I'm getting out of here. You cannot escape from the shadow. Leave me alone. Submerged in the blackness, clouds always following I try to light candles in me to keep the dark away But every gang has its yin to be with Sing songs to redeem souls and free kids You can't rape the villain so they take the penis And whatever phallical form you stuck thinking We done sinking and like the Titanic This band will keep singing till our lungs full, damn it You can't change the planet, but you can change the magnet And revise the habits and all that's made of plastic Look it's so tragic, woe is me addicts Improve the lifestyle and the armor will take damage Never take advantage, take it too far or pass it This is mental madness, padded room savage Head bang against the wall for music to come back in But when I come to, I'm on a gurney We've run too far, far away And there's no way we'll come back now We've run too far in the ocean of thought And no lifeboat can get you out We've run too far, far away And there's no way we'll come back now We've run too far in the ocean of thought I've gone too far to turn back, the world keeps spinning On the access, I assess the way to keep winning Lost in the process, sinking in my hardships Godless, I'm obsessed with the constant conflict My soul tax, given to the best for credit No man's an island, either way you spend it Either way you spin it, the record will replenish In the dark at the end, yeah, we will never finish Not ever seen a cave too deep to fathom Singing songs like a phantom, praying like madmen stab Yourself with tales of black magic Touch souls too tragic Can't break free of the madness Laughing while quiet Oh yes it happens Trapped in the cycle Calling free me bastards And even the captain points out It can't happen So you serve yourself Now up to We've the crack We've gone too far, far away and there's no way we'll come back now We've gone too far in the ocean of thought And no lifeboat can get you out We've gone too far, far away All of us on this earth know that there is a time to live and that there is a time to die. Yet death is always a shock to those left behind. Yeah, I mean, but again, like, to go back to the whole reason that we do what we do is because why would we compare ourselves to anyone? I mean, to get into the race discussion is to bring up comparisons again, and that's the downfall of every single type of music is when you're comparing yourself to your heroes or you're comparing yourself to people that are on the radio or you're comparing yourself to your fucking next door neighbor for example like why what rap, is though. the fucking point my next door neighbor can rap i'll tell you i mean he he may be dope he's got bars he probably he probably can mow the lawn way better you. you should appreciate that shit. yeah exactly. Weird thing? that should be dope little asian kid 
Oh, you yeah. did like like you were and going like the best. Some of the best b boy crews are Asian. Oh, because like, they're, they're killing smaller. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Less fair mass. enough. Fair enough. Less mass, right? Less mass. <laughs> they're closer to the ground. And, you know, it's easier. It's, physics does is actually a real thing. So <laughs> yeah. I, I have to admit, you're right. <laughs> they're built for that shit. It's cool. There's nothing wrong. Like, you can't. Pollock's ain't gonna be breakdancing. I mean, come he on. Can. He's grown ass he, man. He can. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> Dislocated his shit right there. <laughs> so, what's the immediate next step for Gutter Riders? What do we got going on? Well, we just finish music and keep rocking shows and keep building foundations. We all have different ways to get our music heard. We all have different ways to get our performances out there. Like, that's the beauty of being in a group with everyone who's been in different groups and yeah. has been around for over 10 years mm-hmm. is that we have that distribution network. I mean, if we were looking at it like a business plan, like, you know, then I don't think it would work as well for us. We go what feels natural and we keep building. Yeah. So, I mean, the next thing that we're doing is, you know, a show on the 24th. So at, at the uh, Black Book, show in uh Boyle Heights I think. Black Book and Rhyme Book. Yeah, right? with uh with Beardo and yeah, and Beardo. 2X. Shout out yeah. to Beardo. Yes. So I mean, you know that there's no specific next step and Dips right now is totally he's totally faded right now. He's going to break his car window. I'm watching him right now. He's breaking into his oh own God. car. I don't know oh what that, I don't know what that means. Hey, hey, hey. See? See? He's out of control. Hurting the talent. Already. He's also going to be at that show on the 24th. Doing what? Doing that. That Not noise that he one. made. Not that one. That one. That was way too loud. Listen to how loud that is. What? Not that one, fool. The other one. The one that you have in the... And it feels good, though. It does feel good, though. I'll give you that. The wind's blowing. <laughs> no, I said turn the fan on. No, he said, are you a fan? And you said no. And he said, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> so Beardo show the twenty fourth Black Book and Rhyme Books yep. Boyle Heights check them out there. Okay, oh, I just go to writers dot com. You oh, can uh, that always, is a thing too. Yeah, that is a thing. It That's exists. a real thing, and uh, you can go there and uh, stay updated. Yeah, when I actually update it, you could do that. Uh, you can buy shit. Um, yeah, and you, you have gutter writer shirts. We have gutter writer shirts. Oh, you do have them. I have one of them. They're wearing them. We have buttons. Oh. We have tapes. Do we have microphones? Still? We have foam microphones. Oh, microphones. that's a good one. Oh, yeah. like, say go like to the riders bit, like on the them. Number, like the number one here? Yep, we have those. Actually, right. I think I have some in my car. Oh, yeah, I, got, I want one of them. Those are dope. What, are. Wait, 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 what color are they? They're black uh, with white and red writing. No, I want a white one. Right. We don't make white things. We're anti. <laughs> <laughs> black <laughs> mics matter. I want... <laughs> Oh, I want to get all political, but I don't know if you guys are ready for that. You, you, you guys. Do what you want to do? You want no? He's like fuck, yo. Like, uh, I really. <laughs> I'm know, so hard. Right I now, think yo. we have an opinion on everything, but it's like. And then we'll and then we'll end it. We'll end it with Illuminati at the end, just to keep it nice and rounded. Right, and then taxes. Oh uh, yeah. What? No. Uh, I love peanut butter and jelly. Real quick, real quick, and tell me if I'm way off. If I shouldn't be talking, but I have an opinion on the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, here it is. Looking at it from the perspective of not being black, it's easy to have a different, I think, like if you have, if you, like I don't have a dog in the fight per se. 
So it's not going to be so easy for me to be persuaded to believe one way or the other. See what I'm saying? So I think I, I got a pretty good outside perspective on the situation. And then you guys tell me if I'm way off or not, right? The whole Black Lives Matter is a, it's a good movement in the right direction, but I think it's, it's a misdirection, right? So it, it, it wants to be a good thing, but it's, it's just the wrong focus. A cop will fuck up a white dude just as fast as he'll fuck up a black dude if that dude pisses him off, right? Because cops aren't racist, dude. They're just dicks, right? They're just, and, and this is what I mean by that, right? So, like, to have the cop mentality, right? Yeah. To, to have the cop mentality, to be a cop, you got to have a gun, and you got to be able, willing and able to take people down physically. So th- the kind of person that has that mentality already is, like, the dude that played football in high school. He's, like, the big, you know, they have, you have to be a certain type of person, Right? So if you mouth off to a cop being a white dude, he's going to fucking tackle you down and he's going to kick the shit out of you regardless. If you're a Mexican, you t- it's going to happen. If you're a black dude, it's going to happen. I think it's a miss. They have good intentions with the movement, but it's not the right way. They should be focusing on, uh, yes, all lives matter, but um, it's not about the race thing. It's about the power thing, right? So what you're doing is you're giving these people a gun. If, hey, dude, you ever carried a gun? You ever had a gun around you? You have this feeling of like, I got a fucking gun, son. You know what I'm saying? I wish a motherfucker would. You really, honestly, dude, go to the shooting range. Why do they, what do they people say go to the shooting range? You feel so empowered. You get this release. You get this tension. You, you relax some stress because you have a weapon and you feel powerful and you're boom, boom. Now imagine carrying that on your hip 24 hours a day because they have to have, right? Even, even when they're off, they have an off piece, right? So what I'm saying is, they're, they're not thinking it right. And they jump too early. They jump the gun too early by saying it's a black thing. It's a race thing. It's a power thing. It's, it's them feeling uh, empowered over you, you know what I'm saying, as, as the person with the gun, with the bigger stick. It's part of it, yeah. And, yeah. and the race thing is, is just. Well, you know, I, I mean, again, I'm talking for myself solely in this conversation. Like, there is institutionalized racism. And that exists. And you have to be aware of that. Okay. You also have to realize that it's sometimes things are mislabeled racism when they're really classism. Yes. And as we slowly X out the middle class and widen the gap between the poorest and the richest, it doesn't racism institutionalized racism is a real thing. Just that's why there's affirmative action. That's why there's other things that are put in place to curb it. Can you, can you elaborate on, on that institutionalized? What I mean is the system is set up to generally, not always favor a certain type of people and sometimes again racism is is mislabeled and it's really classism yes absolutely so while i don't necessarily agree with black lives matter i do think there's a problem that is easier for people to get on board because hey i'm black you know or 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 i'm a not a white person so this is something for me to jump on and there is truth to what they're saying but the bigger issue with the world especially america is that we are having an undercover war on the middle class and our class warfare system didn't go through the same thing that went on overseas like that's a big thing with the punk rock movement from the 80s and the 90s was you know class warfare and that's what's happening here but it's easier to misdirect that and say that it's racism when if you're poor you're fucked no matter what and it's super easy for you to blame it on other circumstances when it's really the again the bigger issue is classism yes 
which is which was my entire that's the only way I was looking at the situation, right? And I remember and I remember putting out Black Lives Matter. Black, I remember putting All Lives Matter before All Lives Matter was considered to be your part of the problem if you think All Lives Matter. And like, oh, no, no, right now we're focusing on Black Lives. Fuck that. Right now, you're misdirecting this movement. Like the 99% movement, the, the you know, uh, Occupy, blah, 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 blah. It did nothing. It did nothing because ultimately what they did was just wait us out. Dude, they got to go to work. They got to pay their rent. Eventually, there was no movement, no politicians. No one sat there with the governor or no one's a senator and said, you know what? We got to discuss this. Nothing got done. Everything's the same. This is a, it's a child of that. See what I'm saying? And I and, and to go back to the, the Black Lives Matter thing, like you have to realize that they were targeted very early on since, you know, segregation and everything was abolished. Yeah. Like they were targeted to be set into a lower bracket. So that's a truth that we have to agree with, that they have had less time to, you know, basically have complete freedom here. It's the same with women, though, too. You yes, could say the same yes, thing with women. Yes, but no. And this is what I'm saying. Okay, if, if like Jews, right, who were prosecuted way longer, right, and, the, and, and more recent. Slavery was like 300 years ago. Mm. The Holocaust was like 100 so I'm saying it's like way more. The Jews are doing just fine. This, you know what I'm saying? They, don't you? You got. If you're gonna be honest, you're gonna cut the shit and well, be right. no, and speak I about. And I'm not saying you, but I'm saying speak about what's really the issue happening. And hip hop is perfect. It's a perfect. They love to use hip hop as as a misdirection, as a as a way yes. of just moving it and race. Well, oh no, no 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 I racism. Know. This is racism. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not because you. if you focus on really being classism, now you're really talking some shit. It, it's true. But what what my point was is that the government has specifically gone and targeted certain groups of people to keep them where they're at. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to take away from that um, or, or say that, you know, because this we, or that. we run on capitalism. We live, run on people buying shit in order for the economy to work. So you need people that aren't educated enough, not smart, not they're not intelligent, but they don't have the means or the education enough to know, don't buy a hundred dollar Jay-Z fucking CD or whatever when you can't feed your kids. Well, they yeah, need to exactly. be, you need to have someone that's able and willing to buy $300 Jordans when they're not paying their car rent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, whether it was black or it was a blank race. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, again, and like, if you want to talk about Jordans, for example, like, he paid for private prisons and that's another huge issue his jordans cost like five dollars to make and caster has lots to talk about this because he knows what he's talking about let's hear it i want to hear this no 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 um you know the race thing again um it's it's uh it's there the uh you know the black lives matter i i don't know if it's right i don't know if it's wrong i'm i'm not a black person i do know that there is white privilege in the world or actually in america um you know, it's a bigger thing, I think, than race. And I think it's good that we discuss this because yeah. this is what actually has to happen. You know, my kids, they hang out with everybody, though. That's the thing. It's like that's what it really is about to me. You know, um, I, I do think that there is a uh, an institutionalized racism. I think there is a prejudice against people i think that there is a white privilege that goes on as well um i think there's also a racism uh within other cultures upon 
other cultures. Um, I have friends who are of different Southern American uh, countries who dislike other people, Brazilians, Argentinians. Um, I hope I said that correctly. Um, but I'm just saying it exists. Hatred exists. Yeah. Um, and that that's where we have to deal with the problem. I don't think that it's a wrong thing. I don't think being proud of who you who you are is a wrong thing. Right. You know, um, be proud. Yeah. Be be uh, be brown and proud. Be mm-hmm. black and proud. Be white and proud. Be be Irish and proud. Be Jewish and proud. Um, but once we start again comparing or talking about some sort of superiority that's when there gets to be a problem yeah um if a lot of these cops are white man that's that's yeah that that is a that's what's going on but that doesn't speak for everybody Mm -hmm. um man i've been dude i've been completely homeless dog with nothing dude and the only people who gave me a home dude they were black people that 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 has nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. i was hungry and they saw i was hungry and they fed me and they loved me and i loved them and, the, and to this day, we all have relationships. I think the humanity comes past this um, media uh, of it because right now something could happen and we'd all have some personal fucking issue like right now. But if there was a tragedy, now that's when you see some like real humanity. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I, I kind of agree with the Black Lives Matter in a sense of, yeah, man, if in, in that community... Um, in especially in Baltimore, if you look at the history of police officers and, and kids who have been assaulted and, and uh, beat up and shot and, and all of the things that go along with it and crooked detectives and things of that nature within that city or, or that, um, you know, platform or whatever you'd like to call it. Man, I think they're absolutely correct because it's obvious they're being picked on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's obvious if you go into Santa Ana, I've lived here my whole life. I've, I, we don't have to know about like cats getting beat up because they're Hispanic. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like in what you said too about like the, about the about the white guy thing. Man, I've been completely pulled out of a car. Like, yo, homie, come here by myself. Like, where's the meth? Yeah. I ain't got meth. Where's the meth? Where I ain't got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So discrimination, it's it's a bigger institutional problem. I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent right now. No. This is no. and this is Castor Pollux. Uh, my name's Castor Pollux. This is coming from me in my heart. Good, good, um, good to water. But that it, it, it is a problem. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, like we probably all have grandmothers who have made racist comments about things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been raised on it. But I'm glad we're talking about it because, you know what, man, to be real with you, I'm a white dude, dog. Man, if I go to Newport Beach, you think it's all good? No, I'm a broke ass dude. You think my tourist gets love in Newport Beach? They don't see a white boy, dog. Mm-hmm. They see them like my dusted ass vans or my shitty shirt mm-hmm. or, or whatever I'm rocking, you know? Yeah. And again, it's a classism thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think what trumps white privilege is rich privilege or wealth off privilege. Like that will trump you being white wherever you are. Oh, you, money trumps you it could, all. You the color white. is green. You, you be white. That's the color. If you're in a fucking, in a room full of rich black people, you're the look down upon. Oh, of course. Because that's just the way that once you get to a certain level of in societal oh, yeah. standards, like, dude, it doesn't matter what race you are, dude. You got monies, you're in. The color Th- green. That's the, that, that's the color. Man. And, and again, it, it trickles down to the police looking down on you, not because you're white or black. Or, it's because you're driving the tourists. So they're like, okay, what's this tourist doing in Newport? I'm saying. What's it doing? What's it doing? Corona tomorrow? Let's hey, go Don, find out. You, you got a You got a You got a Nissan and, and a, and a, and a Mercedes yeah. speeding. Yeah. Who's getting pulled over, dude? Yep. The Nissan. Yep. 
but the Mercedes could probably afford the ticket and probably doesn't pay all the taxes. That okay, then I'm being classist. Right. Let's, let's clarify <laughs> that. But it's an institutionalized thing. Yeah. I'm willing to say that and be like, you know what? Let's let's be real here. Let's all be real because everybody re- has. I that. think we just we we touch you know? base too much on racism and and not enough on just being human like fuck dude just whatever you're rocking i think the conversation is always the questions are always you know racism racism is so fucking stupid and i think i think we're fed this i I tried not you know my hardest dude to judge a book by its cover to fucking think anything negative about somebody but i think a lot of the time it's racism is talked about more than Whatever you know, the opposite of right. just fucking being human being, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the, what we're you know those questions need to be asked more. Like I think more positivity. You know, the more you talk about it, obviously, the more people listen, the more people follow. Whatever, if if they want to believe in it and they and they find it true, you know, people are gonna follow. Like what the fuck? Yeah. You know, why not push the positive aspect more and talk about more of that shit rather than. You know, racism, because I've never, you know, like, just being in this fucking, being in the group, it's never even been brought up. Like, I don't even think it's ever, when we're at shows. Yeah, when we're at shows, no one ever says that, you know? I mean, uh, years and years ago, some guy was like, some cat was like, man, you're dope for a white boy. I was like, I'm dope, homie. He's like, (laughs) he's like, that's what's up. That's what's up. He gave me love, you know? Um, but yeah, again, I think it is an institutionalized thing. And I also think that we're fed this on the media to also have this as something, as, as something to always just, just to bring up and talk about. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. And and again, again, um, whether, whether a conspiracy or not, we all know that we're fed the color of people and like, and all that. And I'm not, saying that that's bad or anything's be proud of who you are but i think we are split up on that and the humanity aspect like goes back to my story they're in germany the guy's like oh you're a mexican and then everyone looks at him weird he's like no he's german yeah. and it's the way we're it's the way we're brought up like that way we're always too. like them us them yeah. us it's the, it's it's the imagery just, it's, us. it's the imagery of what they see though we're not out there like we're gangsters and and we're gangster white boys you know what i'm saying like we're b-boys so we're just hip hoppers that, you know what I mean? So it's like I always ask my Mexican homeboys that, that are from the hood, like, oh, do you bump like any, like, you know, Mr. Criminal? And, and they're like, fuck, no, I don't bump. None. Because they're, they grew up in that environment. So they're not going to be glorifying that because they came from that shit. Ooh, so wow. it's like I always ask them what they, I always ask young kids because I, I work in a, um, I work in like a kitchen environment. So I always have younger kids working with me. I always ask them what they're bumping. I'm curious to hear who, who they like, who they think's dope. And it's always something that's completely not what I'm going to think it's going to be. And, and I, I asked my boy like, Oh, you know, who's your favorite Mexican rapper? And he's like, I don't even know who's Mexican. Who one is. I just listened yeah, 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 yeah. to him. Because, and he is a good, you know, like, I don't know, eight, nine years younger than me. So yeah. you got to think that generation, you know, who, who's prevalent, who's killing it on the independent level as a Latino, who's killing it on the mainstream level as, you know what I'm saying? So it made me think about, okay, well, who's even out there for him to see Yeah, that's in his vision? It's like, he's got like Joey Badass in the vision. He's got like, you know, Nipsey Hussle in the vision. He's got like, you know, other, other artists that are new, that are coming up, that have been around, that are, that are dope, you know, still equally dope. Yeah. But it's like they stay away from the stuff that comes from where they come from in a way. And it's, it's kind of like, it's funny that sometimes you rebel from that, 
from that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's good to break boundaries too. Like, I love seeing kids that break the mold. Like, oh, you're not supposed to do that because you look like that. Well, like, it's like, no, I like that. Like, it's like, you know, like your homies that like metal that are like black dudes that like metal. Like, who cares? Like, they just like metal. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, and they skate or whatever. So it's like, it's one of those things that just, it's, it's, it's so it's so universal that you get it gets so mixed up too and that's what's dope is like you have cats from the hood that you know are into punk and and that are into hardcore and stuff like that that are so anti you know cholo or anti gangbanger or anti you know colors anti you know and that's good like it's good you know which is why i just can't get too far turned up i love it because again uh, i went to the mighty zulu key meeting and the reason that was so important for me to be accepted by them was the fact that we're there in a circle here's a black kid this kid's from Australia this kid's Japanese and we got these Mexicans driving over the border right now and they're all b-boys and they're all gonna kill it like ultimately it doesn't fucking matter what you look like and I love the example you give what does race matter to a trumpet like dude if you can rock that trumpet bro that's it and and the reason that that's not displayed in hip-hop and the reason that I want to wake the flocks up to that was the fact that, dude, if you really take a look at true, honest hip-hop, dude, it's been from the beginning a thing of strictly what you're able to bring to the table. Do you have the skills? Yes. So that's why there was B-Boy Puerto Ricans in fucking 84 killing it. Why MCs kill it, dude? Yeah. That's why because ultimately Puerto that, Ricans put in way more than any anyone. Two people don't even acknowledge the how much before you're talking early seventies yep. before the DJs were even looping records. You had B boys doing backspins. Do you know you had you had that stuff? It was you know the birth of that stuff was happening. So yeah, man, it's always been everyone. It's just every, like Mr. Freeze, I believe was it, it was an Italian dude or something. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's like you know. Um, People don't even know that that these cats, it always was mixed. Yeah. You know, look at the Rocksteady crew next time. Look at a picture of them all. You know what I'm saying? It's not just black people. Yeah. It's not just Puerto Rican people. And you can relate it to to closer nowadays. uh, Alchemist, one of the illest producers ever is a white guy who came off from a well-off family. So there's two of them that you just knocked down. Two, you know, stereotypes. Oh, he's rich. He, no, he doesn't know the struggle, really? Because his beats are hard, dude. And what about DJ Qbert? Is one of the illest DJs in the world. <laughs> he's like he, Filipino, right? Yeah. So like, it's like it, it, it's it's all about what you know. It's like it it just goes back to the instrument aspect of you have to look at it technically like an instrument. Yeah. Like what can you do with these elements? What can you do with the turntable? What can you do with a spray can? You know, the spray can doesn't know who you are. Spray cans are going to do what you do to it. You have to apply it to it. So, like, the biggest cool, the coolest thing is, like, can you imagine if we, were, if we thought like this with the records we sampled? Mm. No, 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 no. You can only sample jazz. <laughs> yeah. You can only sample jazz. You can only sample the – no, if that's what Willie what Nelson, the case, that's it. Then we would never have anything that we – You should sample some Willie Nelson. That oh, that, oh, we're down. We yeah, sample shit. anything and everything. <laughs> so – I yeah. mean, it, it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even think about who did the bomb. You yeah, said, that's a good point. Exactly. You, when you pass by some ill graffiti, you don't think. I think, oh shit, look at that. That's dope. Anybody who knows me sees me do that all the time. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Look at that. You never think. Oh, I wonder if that fool was in a wheelchair. I wonder if that fool was was able bodied. I wonder if that fool had Yo, a backpack. I, I, I wonder I, if he I had lunch in, that day. I got in. I got into. I got into this <laughs> through graffiti. Yes. Um. I got into this through through tagging and doing all of that. And, um, man, it was amazing. It was like every single culture and every single race. Um, girls, too. Um, 
we were we were like you know there was a crew and everybody got jumped in this one girl was like you're gonna jump me in you're gonna like i mean that's Holy it it was shit. just like everybody wanted yeah. to be like that's it like she was like Arr. but like <laughs> it's crazy but, but i'm just saying this like my first but it was everybody <laughs> and it didn't it didn't matter yeah you know um at, at one point in my life, man, like I was, I was homeless and I was poor, and everybody and and everybody we chilled with. It didn't matter who you were; it was who you who you were when you were with us. And like the 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 genuineism, like all of us right here, like if we were going without, man, like I'd break everybody off food. Like it doesn't matter. Like all y'all too. Not like oh we're on stage, y'all don't get none. Like <laughs> you know, again, like if you come to that like real humanity aspect yeah. past that. Like a tragedy happens right here, we're all gonna be like, "Yo, let's all get some water." Human let's, beings. Let's all like be like. You, do you know what Human I'm saying? Human beings. And so the the graph aspect of it, that's kind of what got me onto that. Um, is that that's how I got into this, and and I remember just sitting in Hollywood with, just I mean, Asian kids and black kids and Hispanic kids and Asian black Hispanic kids and <laughs> and, and and white kids and and everything, and it and it and, and it never was a fucking issue and right. everybody spit and everybody had a black book um and and you know what fucking mattered again was the color green because like either you had to have money you had to have some trees but like but you know what i'm saying you have to have money to survive man and that's what it came to is everybody like one kind of thing was like we're here to paint and it was all universal but that color green like oh you got we got to make money money like you know and that's what we're all are gonna leave here and do mm -hmm. you know and so that's that's my throw in on the whole like hip hop universal thing. I came in with it and it was just amazing because it was absolutely everybody, you know, absolutely everybody. The America media does a really good job of distracting people from the actual problems in America. Like, dude, like really like it's it's an obvious thing that it's OK. No, dude, 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 this is getting too, too real. There's too many of them waking up too many of this. Throw in some Kardashian shit. Throw in some. Black Lives Matter instead of, hey, listen, this is not a race thing. This is a social economic thing. There's more rich people than there are poor people or vice versa. 99% of the human beings own, you know what I'm saying? Like 1% of the human beings, 99% of the money. That's the issue. Dude, Greece. Greece fucking threw a fucking, that's revolution. And that's what needs to happen here. But what happens here? And we're too distracted and too comfortable with being broke, being being that lower class. That getting help, dude, free getting help a cheese, dude, going through a drive through, you get a cheeseburger, you get fucking three of them for a dollar. It's too easy to be broke over there. If you're poor, dog, you're fucking dirt. All right, poor. I just did. We just. I was a part of this art show, and uh, we were helping out uh, monks and nuns who are helping out victims of the earthquake in Nepal. Yeah, there was a nun who runs an orphanage with eleven kids. She asked uh, this cat that I know who's like a, a meditation teacher. Um, he asked her, what do you need help with? She's like, I need sponsorship monthly. And he's like, oh, well, what number are you looking at? She said $20. Now, in, in where they're from, $20 is helping and feeding 11 kids monthly. Like, I'm sure that's helping out. But, like, that's just to let you know where the dollar is and what we're all so used to. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I've been given so much stuff because there's so much shit being bought around me. I have a big screen TV, a Blu-ray player, an Xbox 360, a fucking Wii, and all this. And just because people keep buying all the new shit. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not the new guy on town, but I didn't buy any of that shit. And like, that's the thing is I think it, it is, comes to class class and money and money you know what i, I mean the dollar money. bill like the way we're the way we're living um i'm sorry I go, i'm going on my tangent but like 
it's, it's, it all comes down to money and, and what we define as like success and not success, you know, because there's people who don't have, who don't have success on the dollar level, but they're completely content more. with ha- happiness in life. And then that, that's where you go into the artist aspect. When you become an artist, everyone knows, like either you're going to make some poppy shit and make money or you're going to stay true to your soul. And it's possible your ass is eating rice and beans forever. And you might not even have that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so, again, it's the money aspect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rhythm Riders. Bread and water music. Forged in blood since the love engulfed us. The course is fucked, but we born to come up. No trust, life's tough, no one warned us. Razor to the paper, so we make these pure cuts. Forged in blood since the love engulfed us. The course is fucked, but we born to come up. No trust, life's tough, no one warned us. Razor to the paper, so we make these pure cuts. Four corners closing in, straight jacket zip. Uh, I'm dead to the world, but I'm trying to live. My mind's overcrowded. I'm cluster fucked up Yeah, my heart lost power So commitment I don't touch Plain head games Bitch, I need a head rush Cush by the bush We burn like the sun Better run, we on the hunt Our doves smell blood Yeah, we feast like a beast You pray when we come I held my tongue for too long I almost bit it off All I hear now Is it cost to be the boss? Fuck off I can barely pay the rent I don't need a trend Souls are lost now Dead before the end If you wanna do better Then surround yourself with it Don't be scared to be different Out your zone Explicit. Only got one life to live and they seem to be going quick Only got a little time, don't spend it counterfeit Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked, but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Razor to the paper so we make these pure cuts Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked, but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Razor to the paper so we make these pure cuts Melting pot of metals that's mixed inside of a mo- Dwelling on the devilish temptings that we have walked in Soaked in the blood that the hatred's cloaked in And we focus on sunsets behind the ocean Jumping off cliffs while the wings are open And the goals are survival but the brakes are broken Panoramic paranoia validated fakeness Chrome metal friendships scrapping the waste bin Precision like a razor with a focus hatred Karma paychecks get cashed and paid quick Sewage in the music's under the basement We real human beings that's unmasking the fakeness on the moon and sun could see my kids' faces Reflected in the lessons of a lonely lake bed Cut of water music and the R-Dub family We ain't like Drake, our music gives you reality Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked, but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Razor to the paper so we make these pure cuts Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked, but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Razor to the Paper, so we make these pure cuts. I black out right on the page until I tap out. Shatter the glass house and take a walk back out. Build from the bottom, we don't need any handouts. All we ever needed was good music to stand out. Never back down, train hard, stand your ground. Make them hear your name and respect it when they ask around. They better learn how to swim. Nowadays, we let them drown. I rip apart my brain and do verses, then I go to town. Rhythm riders, holy gutter, water at the altar. Bloody body full of lonely, only flames to offer. Cookie cutter, tissue paper. Always make it softer You can never change the way we take the flavor farther We can take it, make it harder Play the game 
smarter Never leave the house any day without my armor Bleed through the page on the stage as a marker There's never stopping the flame when it's rolled and sparked up Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Razor to the paper so we make these pure cuts Forged in blood since the love engulfed us The course is fucked but we born to come up No trust, life's tough, no one warned us Raise it to the paper so we make these pure cuts To, to reiterate what, what everyone is saying, like, especially when you talk about the media, like, it's, you know, let's say you have a piece of pizza, right? And if you want to divide it into race, that's cool. So, so you do that, that, and that. And so there's, well, I don't know, four or five slices. But then the media can also divide that into class. And then there's eight slices. So now they're just singling out every slice to work against each other. Whereas if it was just on a class issue, there would only be three slices. And two of those slices would be upset at the other slice because it doesn't have pepperoni on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And then you bring that. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm confused and hungry now. Just segregation <laughs> upon segregation upon that segregation. What is it? What's Max? What's the old thing? Like you make you that's how you make people. That's how the, yeah, they win. Yeah, you yeah. fight against each other. Yeah, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. And and you fuck And then you don't really get to focus on what's really going on. Right. Too much shit so going you go, on. Oh no, blacks are, are, are whites are, are kicking blacks ass. Okay, rich person, thank you for telling us that. But, ah, right. Sometimes oh, it's no. hard. It's hard to worry about that shit yeah. when you, you you're, you're making twelve fifteen an hour. You got rent to pay. You got to put fucking food on the table. You got to get them to school. You got to you got to get them clothes. So basically, I haven't had fucking TV. Like paid for like a TV service, I can honestly say in like in like ten years, dude. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I keep up on my computer and shit, obviously, you know, but I try to stay away from as much cable, like mainstream media. Media, like if anything, my my building sessions come from these fools, like and and people that have you know somewhat of intellect that I think, you know, what I mean that. Can just and, and, and what's happening? It's affecting our youth. And I'll give you a perfect example of this, right? Listen, check this out. They found water on Mars. Who knows? They've known that? for like fifty who, years. Who, who probably, knew that? Right? That they found water on Mars. They, yeah. they, you know, not only have they found it, and everyone's known it for a while, but yeah. they've confirmed it. N- yeah, NASA has said we have fu- running. Water on Mars. Now right? it's in quotations, set, set in stone. Yeah, why, Nestle's looking why at that right now. Why isn't that? Why isn't that front page? Fucking because they, they don't want and, you to look up. Bro. And everything they want you to look and down. anything anyone is talking about, dude. If there's running water on Mars, ninety-nine percent of the chance means that there's life. Where you have running water, you have life, microbe or some sort of life. Yeah, Something's some, happening something there, right? Why isn't that fucking front page news? Why isn't everybody else just not talking about that? But why is it fucking I got to scroll down six, seven segments to find it in the science section? <laughs> Dude, this is what I'm talking about. It makes a per- They dumb you down, man. It it's, dumbs it's, you down to look. It's been like that for at something that could change science but like this could literally change the way you've ever perceived science because now there's water where there's not supposed to be. And how long has it been there? And where does it come from? And where like that's the kind of shit that You can go back you know what I mean? To fuck, you want to take it there? You can go like to, 
hieroglyphics and yeah. shit, dude. And and fuck periods, they 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 already have pictures of fucking visible nine nine planets, dude. There's there's some shit that is important in yeah. the sky. You know what I mean? Like that they call that shit the heavens, dude. That's it's it's definitely important, and they don't want you to. Whatever you can again, sound, I, I can sound like it's a distraction or whatever. It's a, it's a perfect they, distraction. I just think that they want to dumb you down, dude. Yeah. You're you're basically you know what I mean you you you're a grunt, dude. Mm-hmm. If you ain't part whatever, you can say the one percent, whatever. There's there's lower or there's poor motherfuckers, there's middle class motherfuckers, there's rich motherfuckers, and there's rich rich motherfuckers, and then like however however far you can get, guys who can fucking have silver cars and shit, like insanely <laughs> rich, like, yeah. Who knows how they would live? Like it's just like we were saying, segregation, punk mm-hmm. segregation. Punk well, segregation. I mean, to, if you want to talk about like the system and, uh, and how it's fucked up, like here's the truth of the matter: Obamacare, for example. You have people in the Senate and the House that have their insurance, top dollar insurance, paid by the government. These same people are voting on whether or not everybody else can have insurance it has in no way affects them at all they're already covered they don't have to pay a dollar out of pocket for their insurance but yet these are the people making decisions same with you know whatever whatever example you want to put if it doesn't involve like Halliburton and general dynamics like they are going to vote on everything that affects your life mm-hmm. and they are never going to be affected by their own decisions and and what happens is this is the perfect sample of like the opposite of what the system was really built for or initially thought of. If you really look at like the in, the Declaration of Independence or the Bill of Rights, stuff like that, look, it, it was like a really good idea. Like, oh, this looks fantastic on paper. The the, the where went wrong is like who's enforcing these or who's continuing to build on these? Oh, super rich white people. Okay, well now now there's an issue. Like, are you consulting? Doctors? Are you consulting scientists? No, no, just politicians. Well, uh, maybe get somebody that knows some, something about medical to talk about medicine. No, 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 no. I got this paid scientist. He'll take care of it. That's the issue. That's the problem. And the voters don't have choices. I don't have a choice to either vote for fucking who's running, Trump or blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Either way, it's a horrible choice. Now nah, vote for Bernie Sanders, man. Bernie they, Sanders. Uh, do I man. want Hillary Clinton to be uh, president? No. Why? She's... A fucking liar. It's there and proved. She's lied. She's bullshitting the public. It's right there. Is she, did she go to jail? No. Should she have? Absolutely. It's Trump racist. Obvious. Dude, you, there's no fucking... And this, and this idiot's going to fucking run the country? You got to be fucking kidding me. But what are my choices as a voter, right? What are they? As an American, I have no choice. But either one of these two asses is going to be president one day. Well, and I mean, now I got to deal with that shit. Politics is a whole nother curtain. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, the yeah, politics are going to divide. Yeah, Donald Trump should never. Are you kidding me? It's and then what happens is, but it's a good thing because it brings out people that support that type of person to light. And it's like, did you? (laughs) This guy goes, we have a problem in America, and that's Muslims. And Donald Trump is like, yep, yep, good. Dude, people in the audience were like, what the fuck, this guy? But it brings out those type of people to light. This shows you how many people will support a Donald Trump like characters still in this day and age 2015 people will still go say yeah you're right well you know i mean (laughs) like look at what happened in texas like there was um school books right your history books yeah so they voted to wouldn't they had 11 different publishers submit history books for american history 
they denied all of them and had them rewrite the history books so that it looked like slavery was more like indentured servitude or that they were quote unquote volunteers. Yeah. Th- this is the kind of shit that we're dealing with. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, that's okay. Again, like it's, it's, it's not okay. These people that are making the changes and these people that are making the decisions have no skin in the game. So they can say whatever the fuck they want because it profits at the end them and everyone else underneath them. They could give two shits about. Right. And it's the same reason that people tell me, why are you so loud about the way hip hop is? Or why are you always so vocal about this? Why are you so vocal about that? And the reason I tell them is because I love it and I am very much embedded in it. And it, and if I'm, if I don't say anything, dude, there's nobody else is going to say it. So what, if, first of all, why am I the one that has to say it? Why hasn't it been said? Why hasn't it been told that there's this publicism and there's this and this? Why am I the one and then I get the shit for it because I'm the only one talking about it? That, that's, that's what I wanted to comment on is on the politic aspect of it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody talks about politics and voting when it comes time to do it. Mm-hmm. But there's a government in your city. Yeah. Like you have, you, we all are the people. I mean, there is more of us here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do have, but, but then again, nobody wants to take that time to go to the city meeting, go to the city council meeting. We're too meeting. comfortable. That's the thing, We're man. We're too comfortable being where and we are, so, and they and like so, it that way. And so if you, if you don't know what, what's getting voted on your, on your city level, on, on your district level, or on your county level, and then, but then you want, everyone wants to bitch and moan every fucking four years about the president, but nobody gives a fuck about what's going on in City Hall around the corner from their house. Right. When they all could go to the meetings and they all could get involved. You know what I'm saying? And that's, Kaboom. and again, and then that's exactly, and that's exactly where we're, where we're at at right. this point in, in this juncture is that we all have to get involved with exactly what is going on around us. We have to vote or shut up, basically. Yeah. And go, go down to your city, man. You don't like how the cops are doing? You know what? And that's the thing, too, is like, I say that, but then there is also the, the threat of, you know, there's crooked cops out there. You can't just go to the city and be like, oh, officer, this and that, because guess what? You'll probably see, probably see officer yada yada like in front of your crib or something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I had something happen. <clears throat> well, that's the thing, too. Like that's going to happen. You are. You can walk outside and like die, too. But if, if you do care. Let's go all go out and make a difference and say something and do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to go be a part of my son's school and I try to do little things like that. Um, not as much as I should, but that's, I think, if all of us took a little step into something we cared about, yeah. you take a step into what you care about, you take a step, and then we all kind of cover some stuff. That's what I, like, that's what I told my homegirl. I was just like, she's all into animals. I was like, well, you just take care of the animals. And then, and then you take care of that. And then, you know, you take care of that. And Black Lives, Black Lives Matter will take care of what they take care of and that's beautiful and then we all take care of every everything mm-hmm. together and i think that's what we have to do is is all be involved right you know and the fact that we're sitting here discussing this is good and some people be like man fuck what those cats said and like you know what fuck what i said but i'm just trying to be somebody out here to like i, I do give a shit man like yeah. i care about all of our kids and our grandkids and like what does happen here and for us to bitch and moan but not do anything is kind of it's kind of bullshit but, but this is how it starts but this is exactly how it's going to happen. Excellent. It needs Absolutely. to start first with a conversation of people saying, you know what? We have enough. Yeah. And you have to discuss. And you're gonna, things like this will bring enough people to where enough will go like, damn, they're fucking right. There's no disguising it anymore. If they're talking about it, 
Yeah. If they're bringing this up, we need to start paying attention. So we need more conversations like this, and we'll start with the strongest, most powerful source that we have, which is hip-hop. Absolutely. If we start with hip-hop talking about it oh, and the man. ones bringing it up, we can change the way hip-hop is viewed, not just a commercial, a commercial vehicle to sell shit, but also a way to change things the way it was initiated. Public Enemy was like, we need to find a way for people to hear that we're being mistreated. How can we do it? Let's put a rap song on. Exactly. Let's do this. And, and it needs to go back to the way it was. And it'll happen with groups like this. It'll happen with shows like this. It'll happen with young, intelligent people finally saying, you know what? Fuck, enough, yo. Let's make it. It it has to come to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it has, and we did it here. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's, uh, let's mark our calendars. So we started the revolution. October 7th at King's Corner. It won't be televised, but it will be on a podcast. There you go. Television won't be won't be televised. They will talk about me. But it will be on a podcast. But it will be on a podcast. Man, I <laughs> you might have to pay me five cents every time you use that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, and I, and I am gonna use that trumpet analogy because that's just too fly not uh, to yeah. use it next time. Well, I'm his manager. Uh, You're gonna have to pay him five cents every time you use that too. <laughs> Checks payable too, type shit. Gutter writers. Cool, man. Thank you guys for coming through, man. Oh, yeah, man. I Thanks really appreciate you guys you coming much. down. Yes, Thank you, sir. sir. You have uh, my full support. Anything I can do to help you guys out, promote shows, interview, anything I can do to help out, I got you guys. Uh, we appreciate that. And and the one last thing is yes, that please. you know, Bob has a, Castor Pollux has a, a a clothing label, quote unquote, actually a movement called Support Humans. And if we nice. all just did what that says, then we'd all be better off. So where can we find Support Humans? Supporthumans.com. Supporthumans.com. I like that. You got any thoughts? Solo? You? No, I'm good, man. I, but from now on, like, everything, I, I have a project coming out with LD, and, and yeah. that'll be dope, and it's got a lot of big names on it. But honestly, like, the stuff that I'm feeling the most is, is building with this crew. So just cool. support Gutter Writers because we support humanism. Where can we find Gutter Writers, music, videos, all that stuff? Uh, you can find everything by Googling Gutter Writers, but we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter we never use. We have a dot .com. We have a dot .com. We have a pigeon. A carrier pigeon? A carrier pigeon. Nice. And a, we also have la- we have smoke signals. You, tra- you trained a pigeon. Rambo knives, Rambo all kinds knives. of different <laughs> stuff. Cool. But one thing I wanted to leave with the people is uh, support the things that you like, and you can see those things continue to be things that you like. <laughs> exactly. If you like artists, you know, support them, buy their stuff. If you like a painter, buy their books. You know, if you... Like a politician, vote for him. If you if you like something, support it because it goes a long way. Five, ten bucks here and there is Absolutely. not much for me. I, I I support people as much as I can just because I know that you know I want them to do another album or I want them to be able to put out another product right, or right, right, you know. So yeah, you know whatever it is, you know if you like this or that, we don't even I don't even care. Whatever you like, just rock it. You know, so support it. Do you? Yeah, yeah man. Um, I did want to real quick. I do have a cassette tape. Uh, go to Bandcamp. Uh, it's Family and Music 2. Uh, my boy Jay Dankworth did the beats. Uh, but actually, all of us have a lot of separate music, too. You got the Rhythm Riders. Uh, you have AWAX and Mr. Crowley. Both have s- solo projects. Uh, Thoughts Arisen has a gang of music. My name's Castor Pollux. Yeah. Uh, look for all of those individuals, <laughs> as well as the Gutter Riders. You will have a good work week of music to listen to. <laughs> if you listen to Crowley by the Thursday or Friday, you'll probably jump up and quit. 
<laughs> Fuck you, your boss man. That's what it is. Okay, no, yeah, but go uh, to Radish. look for all of us. We appreciate all of you. Support humans. Support exactly what you like. What my man said. Support. Wake the flock up. You know, and if you got a flock, wake them up. Yep. You know, Hashtag, nobody, nobody's sheeple. We're all family. Hashtag hip hop matters. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna start that shit. Uh. Hashtag hip hop matters. <laughs> got a family matters. Hashtag family matters. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> they're, hey, they were black. Hashtag Urkel. They were black, so it oh, we're doing plugs and shit. We you know give a shout out to Never So Deep, uh, Sutter Kane, aka DJ Bless, and everyone on that <clears throat> on that label. Um, you can also find them on SoundCloud. Um, we actually have a single on there um, right, right, right. called Save It for the Stage. Um, it's at like, what is it at? <laughs> like, I think it's like uh, a, a bazillion plays. Yeah. We'll say it's in the thousands. Hundreds of thousands of millions. Yeah, it, it has. It's probably one of our one of our biggest. Okay. SoundCloud. I like that. SoundCloud. Never So Deep Records. NeverSoDeep.com? NeverSoDeepRecords.com. Yeah, they have a, you can go through all the music and yeah. all the different stuff. Um, it's a label that we work with, and uh, we have some projects coming with them as well. I'm with you. Yeah. And I'm you know, sure like, hear about it. don't be, like, to all the hip-hop heads out there, don't be scared to have fun with your music. And at the same time, ignorance is not attractive. <sighs> so, ladies, read a fucking book. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Sexism. <laughs> Sexism. <laughs> Read a book, man. Oh, I don't rhyme over your lyrics. Oh, don't do that. At oh, your yeah, show. don't do that. That's Someone asked me a question. I forget. We're, I think we're on the relevant show, and and uh, homie asked me a question. He's, what would you tell, you know? What would you tell these younger MCs, you know? Yeah. And I wish my answer would have been short and sweet, like, just don't rhyme over your lyrics. You yeah. can do do everything else. Yeah. Just don't rhyme over your Even shit. Even if you're whack, at least don't do that because you're automatically well, like, disqualified. You know? In any mind of any seen it, real hip-hop, you're disqualified. Like, everyone says, you know, if you got a hook, you're doing a hook, and you're writing solo, you know, you put some backups in there for the hook, like, fair play. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, and I've never really been, like I said, I hate to fucking talk shit and do that, but that's just a... Just a rule, you know, yeah, a little, no doubt. little something in case you don't know. Yeah. Just don't ram over your lyrics. Yeah, even if you don't know, you know better. Yeah, just you know what I'm saying? go off your phone. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Gunner Riders, thank you guys for coming through. You're welcome yeah. back more whenever you like. Hell we yeah, we you. do this every Wednesday, so you guys want to kick it, smoke, chill, do all that good shit. You're more than welcome home. Digital yeah. high five. Like, you know what I'm Black, 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 black. We're in the middle of an interview, sir, if you don't mind. I'm up. Don't take what? Yep, shout out to my babies. Shout out to all the babies. Uh, <laughs> shout out to all the baby mamas. Oh. Dip's yeah. got like 12. <laughs> Gutter Riders, everybody. Thank oh, you guys yeah. for coming Thank through. You. For Gutter Riders, J Rose, Nay, Mary Alex, and girl I haven't met yet. There they go. Uh, for King's Corner, for Mighty Zulu Kings, for real hip hop everywhere, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding. That you help us wake the flock up.